You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. So many of you have been coming in to talk to me about your hair. And I know that for a long time, uh, I had a lot of you coming in and asking about what you could do to make your hair either grow better, look better, move it around from someplace where it is growing to a place that's not growing. And I really wanted to delve into the latest science behind all of that. So that when I talk to you as a patient or I'm speaking to you now on this podcast, it's really going to be science-based, time-tested things that can actually improve a number of different things about your hair. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about is your scalp. Because let's be honest, At the end of the day, what we're really starting to learn more and more about is that just like with your skin on your abdomen, just like the skin on your face, a lot of the things that are happening to make you proud of the way you look have to do with the inherent qualities of the surface that things are emanating from. So let me give you an example. You know, when we talk about doing a facelift, your skin may be getting lax. You know, you're starting to see some extra skin around the bottom of your jowls or your neck. And you really think that doing something to get rid of that extra amount of skin would make you look more youthful and give you just a more overall younger appearance, right? But if the quality of that skin isn't terrific, Although we may be making it tighter, we really haven't improved the overall quality of the way the skin looks. So if you have a lot of sun damage or if you have a lot of acne scars, et cetera, we can make that tighter, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the quality of that skin got better. And many times when we do improve the overall quality of the skin, for instance, with sun damage, you look younger even though we didn't do a facelift. So I'm using that as an analogy to say, hey, When you're worried about some receding hairlines or if the hair is really starting to get thinned out, let's take a look at what you're doing with the scalp first. And that's why I want to say two things that almost everyone that we consult for to do something about their hair, we end up doing two things. The first is we take an unbelievable medical history and we talk about supplements. We talk about vitamins. We talk about what things are you doing in a healthy fashion that's going to make your hair, no matter what we do or don't do, better. And the first thing I would say is if you're doing things like smoking cigarettes, if you're doing things that are really, you know, we already know are going to combat against really making beautiful, thick, voluptuous looking hair, 
we're going to tell you to maybe stop that if you're really trying to do something to improve the overall quality or even grow your hair. The second thing is we know now from science that certain supplements are really necessary for strong hair growth. And here at the office, we have a few different vitamins and supplements that we've really been involved in because when we're doing our hair transplants, when we're doing neograft, when we're doing PRP treatments for the scalp and for the hair, we want to support the efforts that we're putting out there to try to give you the very best results that we possibly can. So naturally, we're going to tell you we want you to be taking vitamins and supplements. Now, if you're already on a really wonderful regimen, that's fine. We just want to review that with you when you would be coming in, or if you're going to see someone else about your hair, really talk about things that you could do that are simple. We're not talking about uh, even talking about doing a hair transplant. We're not even talking about doing anything really that's going to be a big procedure. We're talking about what things are you eating and drinking and taking on a daily basis that could, and even washing your hair and moisturizing your scalp. What things are you doing? that are actually going to help promote everything that you're really worried about, which is trying to get the better quality of hair and more hair to grow. So the next thing I wanted to make sure that you know is when we're trying to talk to you about getting better quality hair, making hair that's thinned out thicker, when we're trying to get very fine hairs that are around your scalp to be a better quality hair, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to do any kind of a hair transplant procedure. What we usually will recommend is doing platelet-rich plasma, PRP. It will unlock special growth factors in your scalp and it will almost act as a fertilization to allow your hair that's already growing in those locations to just be better quality hair. My last point of this is what really sparked this podcast, which is over the past month, I've seen so many of you men and actually more women coming in to talk about hair transplants because we are doing the latest version of neografting. And when I sat down with a lot of you to talk about this, it dawned on me that you may not really understand why we're so enamored with the latest version of this hair transplantation system. So I wanted to get into that a little bit today. So years ago when I was getting out of my residency, I used to do quite a bit of hair transplants. Back then I was doing basically a strip graft. For all of you out there, what that basically means is that in the back of your head, where your hair starts to come down and meet the back of your neck, that zone in many of you and in most of you is where the overabundance of hair donor material will be. So if we're looking at the front of your head, uh, above your eyebrows, going back into like the middle of your head, we call that the frontal forelock. 
If you go back a little further, that's like the crown of your head. Well, as you go back behind that, that's normally the area where we start to think how much donor material is back there so that we can eventually put together an incredible treatment regimen based on your age, based on your male pattern or female pattern of balding, and then come up with a comprehensive way of really making this treatment plan come to fruition. Well, when we do a strip graft, and again, that's still something that is done all over the world, and it's not a bad procedure at all. The problem with it is that many times that strip, so again, picture taking about two centimeters wide by about maybe six or seven centimeters, maybe even eight centimeters long of a strip that's growing hair from the back of this area. We would cut that piece out, close that area up, and now it would be like you never had that you know, section ever. It's now been closed. You're going to end up with a scar back there. But the piece that we took now has all the donor hair that we're going to transfer into some other place on your scalp. Here's the problem. Many times that strip has hairs in it that are not that great. They're just not good quality hair to begin with. There's a sparse section within that, let's say, length of a piece that we took. There's some of those hairs that are just not great. But the problem is that's the section that we took. We have to use that. And to compound that issue, let's say, for instance, we want to use more single hairs. Because now that we know, looking at your scalp under the microscope, we know that hairs grow either in singlets, couplets, triplets. So we can actually choose how many singles do we want? How many couplets or doubles do we want based on where we're trying to place these hair grafts? Well, when we take a strip, we're kind of stuck with whatever inside of that strip. Then we can make it work and it definitely will be fine. However, Nowadays, under magnification, we can actually choose individual areas of your scalp and actually choose how many singles do we want? How many couplets do we want? How many triplets? How many, you know, where on your scalp is the best location to get, you know, X? And by doing that, we can jump around the back of your head and actually find the very best donor hair material so that we have upwards of a 98% success rate with these hair grafts because we are choosing the best of the best and we're using them and placing them very appropriately throughout your hair, around your scalp. So for instance, if we're trying to make a hairline, we want very fine single hairs. So that's what we're going to go after. If we're trying to densify in that frontal forelock or in that central zone of your scalp, we may want couplets or triplets, and we may actually choose to get those so we can have more density there. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that the artistry now in doing neografting and doing hair transplants has really reached this amazing, amazing way of making things not only look very natural, 
But the success in achieving the results you, you want are really amazing. So again, going back to what I was talking about in the beginning, we definitely want to make sure that the health of your scalp, the health of your current hair, what you're doing to take vitamins and things that you could do in a healthy lifestyle will promote whatever we decide to do with your scalp and with your hair. But just keep in mind, the the latest and greatest way of doing things is, is in a state of actual continual research and flux. And it's a very, very, very important topic in the dermatologic and the plastic surgery community. And we stay abreast of all this as much as possible because we do want to make sure that we're bringing all the science behind it to you. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.